Welcome to the Truman Charities Podcast, a community of caring. I am Jamie Truman, your host. I'm one of the co-founders of Truman Charities. Our organization has raised over $1 million for several different charities as we share our message of helping others and paying it forward. We plan to continue to educate our audience on the culture of giving. On this podcast, I will interview fellow charity founders, volunteers, sponsors, and other people in the community who will share their stories. You will hear and be inspired by their selflessness and passion for helping others. Welcome to another episode of A Community of Caring. Please rate and review this podcast for a chance to win a $50 Amazon gift card and my favorite daily gratitude journal. All you have to do is screenshot the review before you hit submit and send it to me via Facebook at Truman Charities or Instagram at Jamie underscore Truman Charities. A winner is pulled the first of every month. Now it is time to introduce my guest, Jeremy Lichtenstein, the founder of Kind. Jeremy, how are you? Doing great. Thank you for having me. Great. I'm so glad that you were able to hop on. Now, we're going to talk about the raffle that you have going on, which is very exciting and some amazing prizes that we have. But first, I want to talk to you um, for all the listeners that don't know you and don't know KIND, your charity. So what is KIND? KIND is a nonprofit organization that I started in 2012 to feed kids in Montgomery County who are on the free and reduced meal plan. Wow. And I'm a little embarrassed to ask you because I've known you for such a long time and I should know this answer and I'm sure a lot of other people are kind of wondering this too. But for anybody that doesn't know Jeremy, Jeremy ran and owned a very successful landscaping company for 20 years and then shifted over to real estate and became not only one of the most successful uh, REMAX agents in this area, but in the company altogether. So you're kind of a big deal, Jeremy. And I was wondering, how does someone that's in real estate even realize that there is a need in this area? Well, when my kids are growing up, I used to coach their teams. And one of the the games mentioned to me that um, he wanted to find some charity to start helping kids in the community with food insecurity. And I told him that if he found something, I'd be happy to work with him on it. And Lo and behold, next year he called me and said, I found something I'd like you to help me. So I started helping them doing what the uh, actual charity wanted him to do. And it it worked pretty well. I was not overly impressed, but it it was pretty smooth. But then I realized I could do a lot better than this. And then I also did some research into the need in Montgomery County, in which most people would be shocked to know that over 50,000 kids and over one-third of our kids in Montgomery County are on the free and reduced meal plan. So once I saw that, I said, you know, I'm going to try and make this grow a lot quicker and see what I could do to help the community. Wow. I don't think that anybody would realize that someplace like Montgomery County would have those kind of numbers. One third is a lot. So what did you do? Just, I'm sure I'm very curious. I'm sure a lot of other people are, is what are some of the tweaks that you were able to do to kind of run this like a, you know, well-oiled machine here? The biggest thing that we did was really decide that we were not going to pack the bags for the schools and that we were going to bring the food to the schools and the schools will find a way to get the bags packed, whether it be through parents or through other kids that go to school, whether it be football teams or 
Boy Scout troops or Girl Scout troops come to school and pack the bags. The other organizations I looked into all around the country always provided the actual bags packed. And that's so much labor. And since I actually have a day job, I felt like I needed to find a way to really basically get the food to the school and figure out a way that they can pack it and get to the kids. And at first we had some pushback by the schools, but once they started understanding, we were dropping off, you know, thousands and thousands of dollars worth of food at their school for free. Then they started getting on board, realizing they have a big need in their community as well. So it caught on and we started one school, 37 kids. And now we're in 26 schools, over 2,400 kids we feed every weekend. That's amazing. 2,400 kids. Now, how often do you and the volunteers meet up to grab the food and deliver it to each school? So I have about 170 volunteers and we meet up every six weeks because I did not want to really push too much on them either. So every six weeks we meet up at Costco and we pick up over a hundred thousand food items and um, we pack our cars, our trucks, our vans, whatever people come up with, we pack it. And then we have them different amounts of people go to different schools, depending on how many we're feeding at each school. And we get to the school, we unload to a certain location at the school and we're off. So it takes us about between two and two and a half hours every six weeks for each volunteer, which is not bad. It's manageable for them to be able to do it and it's manageable for us to be able to organize it. So at first it looks so overwhelming, but then once we get by there packing the cars, it, it really just goes very smoothly. Yeah. My husband actually is and a very good friend of yours and is one of the volunteers. And I came to watch you guys and it runs so smoothly. It's very in and out. Um, you guys do a fantastic job at that. Um, but I did want to, you know, I wanted to ask you something. I'm sure when you started kind, the thought of schools shutting down never even came to mind, right? That's one of the challenges that you never thought you would face. So when this happened, I actually asked my husband, I was like, you know, what's Jeremy going to do? And he was like, oh, he's so smart. He's going to be able to pivot and still be able to help these families. And you were. So I feel like people are going to be interested to know what exactly you were able to do within this year to kind of pivot to make sure that these kids were still getting fed. Well, that's a great question because um, we weren't sure at first what we were going to do. And a couple of my friends who have organizations similar to mine we're still going to go out and since the schools are closed, they're going to go set up booths at different locations. And I just didn't feel that was one of the things I wanted to do personally. So I came up with an idea that I ran by somebody at the county level, which was to provide gift cards for the families. If we could only get the cards to the families in which we were feeding the kids from. So it took a few weeks to get off the ground, but once we got off the ground, the counselors and everybody sort of really just brought it together. And it's amazing that every family that we were feeding prior to the pandemic is actually getting the gift cards we're distributing. I would say we've done probably close to $400,000 in gift cards this in past Wow. Years. That is fantastic. 
And I was so excited when I heard that you guys were able to kind of pivot and still be able to help these families, because I know that a lot of organizations have been having a hard time through the pandemic still being able to help. So that is fantastic to know. Um, so we, we tried to get food from another location, but it was just almost impossible. These organizations are just really depleted of food. They're just everybody sort of scratching, clawing their way to get anything they could. It just was not a good idea for us to go down that road. Mm -hmm. So I want to talk about now. So, well, first, actually, since, since the schools are opening, are you guys doing your deliveries? Have you started your deliveries or are you still doing gift cards right now? We are at this time still doing gift cards. We are setting up to do the food to again for the next school year starting in September. Um, Perfect. Our plan. Mm -hmm. I don't know what the schools are going to be. Situation is depending on the pandemic, which direction it goes. It looks like we got a little light at the end of the tunnel, though, with all the vaccinations and schools kind of starting to open. And so we're hoping, 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 hoping that we can deliver food again in September. If not, we'll just do the gift cards till we can, everybody's comfortable enough to do the delivering of the food. We've reached out to Costco and they're ready for us and they're prepared and they're on board. So. Oh, that's great. I mean, if, if people yes. could see, and we have actually, you've done segments on Fox 5 DC and we, I've actually done a couple lives. It is really fascinating to watch when you guys come to Costco and how great that they package everything up on, on, um, what are they called? Yeah. 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 And everything is so done so seamlessly. Again, it's, it's really great on all ends. Everybody is really putting in a hundred percent of that, of their effort. So what I want to talk about now is that since obviously we haven't been able to have events, we've been doing some virtual raffles online. So right now you have an online raffle going on and it's a hundred dollars a ticket. And what does a hundred dollars do for one child? Well, when we first started in 2012, it fed one child every weekend for a year. Wow. Or like 120, but it's still pretty close to being one kid per year, you know, for um, every weekend. That so, is crazy. One raffle ticket will basically help a child for an entire year. So you think, you know, $100 isn't that much, but it really is. It can really help someone and change you know, the course of their life, because being able to be able to eat, you can't think if you're hungry. So it really does help a child, you know, get a better education. We actually, believe it or not, we actually have some of our volunteers, the younger volunteers that were on this farm program as kids, and they knew how much this helped them. And they wanted to give back and do what we're doing to other kids for weekends. But it makes that a special moment for them. That's so sweet. So let's talk about what these prizes are. So you have, you're selling how many tickets, Jeremy, are you selling? Well, we like to sell 250. So far, we sold probably over 100, I believe. And if we sell 150, I believe we have two prizes, one being Italian dinner, actually both being Italian dinner for 10 or 25 pizzas for a pizza party by Chef Gerard Slaza. 
That's awesome. And just so everybody knows, we are recording this on the 31st. So by the time this comes out on the 14th, you're going to have to hurry up because last time we did a raffle, when was it back in the fall? Spring. August. 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 Okay. And so August, the tickets sold out. So probably about a week before we even closed. So you're going to have to hurry and get these tickets. But so the 10-person Italian dinner, it's a five-course meal, right? Yep. Oh, my gosh. Do you have any idea what kind of dishes are going to be there? It looks like Zan pasta, salad, pasta, salad, pasta, and then um, entree and dessert. Wow. All prepared by the chef. And then you can also get, what did you say, 25? 25 pizzas. Jeez. And that's from the, um, what is it, a wood fire oven pizza? Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah, I heard that they're delicious. So that is incredible prizes that you can win. So if somebody's listening to this right now and they're thinking, you know, I'm going to buy this raffle ticket. How do I do it? Where do they go? Where do they buy this? They can go on our website, kindandmd.org. Or mail in a you know check to us, or but the website has our addresses, our phone numbers, it has a button to push to make a donation. So everything is there. So it's kindinmd.org. Perfect. And you can send in a check or use credit yeah. card, of course. Right. So you guys make it very, very simple and it's very self-explanatory. So if somebody's listening to this and they're like, okay, well, you know, I bought my raffle tickets and I'm so excited that I was able to help. But what can I do after this event's over? What can someone do to help you guys? Well, if you're not in the area, for instance, you know, you can research local food bank in the area and help them in that regard for whatever area you're in, because they're always looking. In our situation, until we start delivering food, it's really, you know, it's basically donating money to us to buy the gift cards to give to the children. But once we start getting into September, there will be some opportunities for volunteering to deliver food. And I put you with somebody that's already done it. So it's not like you're going to start off, you know, blindly. So it works very well. And we're always looking for volunteers. That's fantastic. Well, Jeremy, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me and telling everybody about your organization, your charity, KIND, and all the amazing things that you guys do. And again, can you just tell everybody one more time, how can they get in touch with you? Go to our website, kindinmd.org. And KIND actually spells Kids in Need Distributors is really the name of the organization so we just shorten it for kind. So, and, you know, as far as raising money, we've been very fortunate this year with grants and, you know, donations. And of course, you know, Truman Charities helped us so much through this year without them. I don't know where we'd be for sure. But at the same time, I think that it's important that people do look out for their local food banks because there's a lot of people starving. That is great that you're giving people ideas of things that they can do if they're not in this area, because I'm sure there's a lot of listeners that really love what you do, um, but they don't live here, but they still want to be able to help. So that is some great ideas. So again, thank you so much, Jeremy. Everybody, make sure to buy your raffle ticket. And when does the raffle end? 19th, correct? April 19th. 
Correct. April 19th. So you only have a few days. Make sure to get them in and cross your fingers that you're one of the big winners. And then make sure to get in touch with Jeremy so you'll be able to help afterwards, either by donations or being one of the volunteers to help deliver the food. Thanks so much, Jeremy. Thank you. Appreciate it. Bye. If you would like to learn more about our organization, please follow us on Facebook at Truman Charities or Instagram at Jamie underscore Truman Charities or check out our website, trumancharities.com. I hope you enjoyed listening and hearing stories of selflessness and caring. Thank you so much. And I will see you next time.